are back. You're listening to the Ken Pittman Show. It is 10.06 here on Saturday morning on the south coast of Massachusetts. Glad to have you with us. And you're waking up to the news of a terrible story, uh, and actually a national story, um, out of Fairhaven uh, at the uh, on Sconnecticut Road. Uh, we had the Bayside Lounge um, story of the former New Bedford fire chief firing on police in the parking lot and then uh, other police officers responded by shooting and killing the former chief of the fire department in uh, New Bedford. And uh, nothing good about this story. And of course, a lot of people are familiar with Cordier, not um, not so much recently for his service to the city of New Bedford, but for his controversial uh, pension when he went out on workers' comp and early retirement for on-duty injuries as acting fire chief, collecting a $150,000 pension. And then the city invested in a, an investigation to see if these claims were accurate and real. And they came up with some pretty good evidence uh, that maybe it needs another look. Uh, he was followed by a private investigator hired by the city to the Lowe's in Dartmouth. He, he lived in Dartmouth. And uh, where he purchased a smoker, you know, a meat smoker, and apparently it weighs 176 pounds, according to reports. And um, while he got help from somebody at Lowe's uh, getting the large box onto the truck, he was also filmed at home getting it off the truck by himself and putting it on a dolly and, you know, his, his motions and just not indicating somebody with a severe back injury. Now that is pretty pretty damning evidence, right? But I've seen better evidence that did not impress judges in the industrial accident board hearings and trials. I've seen lawyers convince the judge uh, that, look, yeah, he did this, but he was also laid out for the next week. So... That um, that evidence by itself, uh, while it's impressive, it's not the it's not going to be the only part of the discussion. So, anyway, the city was trying to remove his pension, and I think that would be the rightful position of the city to do that at the time, based on what they saw, and probably like the guy who called uh, before the break, I uh, pointed out that yeah, there was a. There was an article in the Boston Globe that showed a trend of people punching out while on duty in positions where they would have the maximum pension. So if if he was the acting chief and then they brought in a new chief and he was brought back to assistant chief or wherever he was, his pension might be a little smaller. So all that, you know, that motivation, uh, fair to point out, but that doesn't make it a fact. And the last... Uh, thing we heard about this pension battle was that the mayor was going to try to uh, contest the decision to keep his uh, pension by the board. We'll see what happens now, but uh, good morning. You're on the air. Hi. Good morning, Ken. Hi. Hi. I wanted to call you. You saying now you have back problems? Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of a teeter, teeter board? A teeter board. Is that when you kind of rock, you rock your, your vertebrae no. into place? 
it's like an inversion board, and should, you should Google it. Yeah, I've, I've been on one. Is that what they're called? Really? Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Because I met a gentleman who told me that he went to the chiropractor once a week, and then he bought a teeter board, and he hasn't seen a chiropractor in years, which I thought was pretty phenomenal. I'm actually going to be getting one myself because if you have any kind of spinal issues that's like the best thing to do because you're upside down so gravity just stretches out your spine and um stretches out your vertebrae and it's something that you should look into no i've done it i i I didn't i didn't lie down on it and lay upside down long enough to know whether or not it would have helped me but i don't think it would only because it's not so much an up and down problem with my back so what happened to me was i allowed a friend of mine a, a champion college wrestler to show me a move. You know, I was involved with okay. martial arts. I was not as strong in the wrestling as I was on the stand-up stuff. And I just wanted him to teach me a little bit. And so one of the things we were doing, I, I, I asked a stupid question. I, I regret even now, um, you know, what's the difference between Greco-Roman wrestling and freestyle? And he had me lie in my stomach. And you know how somebody picks up your legs like you're going to do a wheelbarrow? Yes. Uh-huh. So he did that sort of thing, but then he moved my legs up and snapped my back. Okay. A- and it, I felt it, so it, it pushed the disc towards the spine. Okay. A- and it stuck there. It's it's too close. It's it's not going to okay. move back. It's, so it's, the, the whole point of a teeter board, I worked for a chiropractor for mm-hmm. two years, okay? So I know a little bit about back injuries, and I've seen people come in absolutely crippled. And uh, I'm very, you know, when I see some of these young guys working and picking up heavy things without a belt protecting their back, I just, I always scold them like an old grandmother because, you know, once you injure your back, it's very difficult to get back to normal. But what the teeter board does, because it's an inversion board, decompresses. it decompresses your spine, and so it opens up the, you know, your spinal vertebrae, and it stretches out your vertebrae, and so it relaxes your muscles. It, um, it, you know, because it's stretching out the vertebrae, all your nerve endings that are attached all come out of your spine. No, it can improve your heart rate. It can improve your breathing. It, it, it doesn't. Um, your overall health is is improved when you have less compression on your in between your, your vertebrae. Is. Yeah. And it's really something you should give time to. You should buy one. You can get one for like $200. It's probably the best investment you would ever make in your life. And you should try it and do it daily because, you know, it helps just about anybody that has any kind of spinal issues because it's decompressing your spine. When we're, you know, gravity, we're standing on our feet, you know, all the time. How many hours a day is standing? Gravity doesn't rest. I know. No, and this, you know, defies gravity, and really it's something you should... You know, I was sad to hear about your mother because I was so impressed one day when Barry was ta- saying that your mother was a, a rocket. Oh, I adore the Rockettes. So there, <laughs> nothing more that I would love to be in life when I was a child <laughs> than a rocket or a professional um, figure skater. Those are my two favorites, and when I see the Rockettes, I, I, I cry. I love the Rockettes. They, I just cry because it just makes me so happy. And your poor mom being a rockette and then being um, debilitated due to uh, uh, surgery is just heartbreaking. Um, and she got hurt. She, had, she was injured. She was injured because she was a pretty good athlete. She, would, she was playing tennis with a friend. And I don't know why she was going for scholarships, but she dove for a ball to, get, to hit the ball. And that's when she hurt her back. And, you know, I think she was 38, 37. Really? 
And that was it. Wow, she was young. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is with back issues, people think they don't realize that it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I don't know where that saying came from, but it, what happens is that slowly your back is you're abusing your back and the problem is building and building and building. Yep. And then it just takes one bad move or lifting one heavy thing or one odd move and boom, you're down for the count. But it's uh, it doesn't just happen out of nowhere. It's I mean, it can, built, but, but you you're right. More, there are that. way more cases where it is accumulative than it is trauma. Yeah. Yes, cumulative, you're correct. But say like in a car accident, if you have trauma, you right. get whiplash. Now that's, you know, trauma. That's instant trauma to the spine. Or in my but situation, you know, I was instantly, my, my, my disc was instantly herniated. Exactly. But I mean, if I were you, I would certainly try because chiropractors are fabulous. I work for a phenomenal chiropractor in Warwick, Rhode Island. He is just phenomenal. I have to go see him when they fix that Washington Bridge. I'm going to be calling him to go visit him because he just, he's able to adjust you in a very unique way and he's very holistic. I was, yeah, I went to Dr. Yeah. Crab. Um, you know, I, I thought he was very effective for me. Um, they, they definitely work. I feel a difference when I go for sure. Yeah, they do. Well, if you can combine that with an inversion board, you could be on the way to health in 2024. So definitely look into it and, um, you know, give it a shot. They also have like little knobs that you can put in there that'll put like pressure on certain spots. If you have muscles that are tight, if you put like a little knob that puts the, applies the pressure in a certain spot, mm -hmm. that's also very effective as well. Well, so. I, I, I think my disc is now um, permanently damaged. And I think it's locked in between. So I, I, I think what it needs is to be shaved away so it's not on the, the kind of, maybe a lot of people don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I think it has to be shaved away from the spinal cord well, so I don't, so it doesn't bother back, me so much. Back surgery is very scary because back surgery works for some people and for others it doesn't. Well, it, and when you go into any kind of surgery, you're taking a huge chance, like true. you said about your mother getting uh, staff. And it's very, you know, prominent. But however, there are some people in this area who have gone to some back surgeons with South Coast who have had um, two or three days. They're back on their feet, no problem. It's it's you know yeah. it's it's uh, it's not what it was. I mean, it's more of a layup for them today than compared to 1980. That's for sure. Oh, I, that's for sure. I appreciate yeah. your call well, and advice. Luck. Happy New Year. Okay, Happy New Year. Thanks. Hi, Carly. You're on the air. Yeah, uh, about the baseline incident. I was I was at the restaurant across the street when all that was going down. They must have had like ten police cars there. So after dinner, I mean, and I heard five shots run off, you know, a rapid fire. So I said, "Oh, wait, something bad happened." So so when I left, I saw a friend of mine that was in that lounge at that time. I said, "So what happened there?" He says to me, uh, "He kept shouting out loud, uh, you the fire chief, because I'm going to die tonight.'" So uh, that was a suicide mission, in, in my opinion. You know, that's all, uh, that's all I could say on that one. So, know, so the, the reporting that we have, and Tim, Tim Weisberg um, did a nice job on this because I think it's difficult to get a statement out of the DA that late on a Friday, but um, he yeah. was able to get some more uh, facts behind this. Uh, according to Tom Quinn uh, Cordero, 55-year-old former chief of uh, fire for New Bedford and a Dartmouth resident, was yeah. drinking with friends at Bayside Lounge uh, on Skonic and Nick Road. Right. Um, he said, uh, Quinn said, Kudir had been drinking for several hours at the Bayside before getting into an altercation inside the establishment. So, yeah. and then when he attempted to get in his vehicle to leave, another person tried to stop him from driving and then get into a physical altercation with that person. And then police yeah. were called to the scene. 
Well, I believe that that was on his mind. You know, with all that's going on in his life, I think he had. And uh, did you hear him say it? No, I didn't hear that. My my friend did. Now this guy's uh, retired. Oh, he's uh, he's very reputable. He, he was a correctional guard. Okay. He said, uh, yeah, so he, he kept shouting, I'm going to die tonight. And uh, he got his wish. All right. That's tragic, yeah. All right, bud. Thank you for the call. Yes, sir. Well, that's um, anecdotal, but still important. Um, officers from Fairhaven arrived and found Quadir armed with a firearm. Mutual aid was then called in from a Kushnet and Mattapoiset. So there was a, a big response to this. And Quinn told um, Tim Weisberg that uh, officers from all three departments attempted de to de-escalate the situation with multiple non-lethal attempts, including deploying a taser. However, Kudir fired his handgun, shooting an Akushnet police officer in the leg, and then police returned fire and killed Kudir. And the officer, by the way, was treated at St. Luke's Hospital and later released, thankfully. And uh, DA's office still investigating this whole thing. But uh, just a terrible situation. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good. How about you? Um, can you change the subject just a little bit? Uh, yeah, what do you got? Uh, well, you know, there was a tragedy that happened in uh, Somerset. Um, oh, yeah. The third between person. The, between your last two shows. Yep. And I know that this uh, issue last night is <clears throat> popular with people to talk about, but... Yeah, the um, the mother uh, passed away last night, or the grandmother. Um, actually, I'm friends with um, uh, the daughter of the two um, terrible uh, grandparents that passed away. Um, and uh, I mean, you can't write a tragedy any worse than this. On uh, you know Christmas Eve, um, guy driving the wrong way uh, on the bridge, which I still I can't figure out how that happened or where was that it happened. the Braga or the or the Route Six. It was the new new bridge, yeah. uh, from what I understand. Wow! Um, and um, you know, ended up killing the the father and the the uh, the, the nephew, and then uh, the mom passed away yesterday. Um, so, uh, I mean, what, I mean, it's just uh, it's sad all the way around. But um, you know, there's got to be a way to. Um, I've been thinking about this, and I'll I'll leave you with this, just real short. It's got to be a way to stop people from getting on highways. Uh, going the wrong way. And I think what they should do is take those, <clears throat> you know, kind of dawned on me a few years ago, renting a car <clears throat> coming out of a car lot, and they, you know, you roll over those tire spikes. Um, well, there's that, but, you know, I, I and that's, that's not a bad suggestion, but I, I know, like, I, myself, I have motion detector lights in my home. If, mm, if right. somebody's moving in the wrong direction, you know, you could have all kinds of floodlights just let the person realize what they're doing, Um you know, instantaneously, as soon as they get on that ramp, because it can be confusing sometimes if you're not paying attention in this new, Whoa. you know, I, I, it's it's hard to be that confused, but it does happen. This happens, God, it must happen a hundred times during the year. We read about these terrible wrong way situations. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's an average of four, I looked it up uh, from AAA, it's an, and since 2012, it's an average of uh, 467 wrong way uh, deaths a year. Um, wow. Which is a lot. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I think that I think it should take you know take the, the tire uh, rippers, put them on the ramps backwards because it won't affect anyone coming off the ramp. They should test it out, like test it out on twenty four or something. And I gotta hold you. We're going up to the news yep. break. I'm sorry, the commercial break. My apologies. Thanks. Not a bad suggestion.
Yeah, there's a, another tragedy locally. I don't know if people probably, because of the holidays, may not be aware, but there was a terrible accident on uh, in Somerset. Um, must have been on the west side of the river on the bridge, Route 6 bridge, so it's Somerset territory. But uh, there was a, what, a 17-year-old driver going the wrong way? Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah, and so now the third person in the uh, vehicle hit by the wrong way driver has died. Uh, what a life-altering, just that life-ending is one thing, and then, you know, for somebody to make that mistake, and uh, I hope there was no substance issue. I don't I don't have any reason to believe there was. There could have been some reported. I'm not aware of it. But it's just a terrible thing to have that on you as well. And for this to happen on Christmas Eve, boy, oh boy. So yeah, that was a that was a good um that was a good topic to bring up um because it's a it is a very important one to the area. And I, I again I don't know that you need to disable the car with these spikes uh it certainly would be safer. But now you have to as a municipality or the state, whoever disabled that vehicle, you're now responsible to get that car out of there. And so you're going to need resources every time that happens. And there are ways to do it, I think. Um, you, know, you could you have those arms that come down, you know, when you go into like a parking, a paid parking garage. Those could come down with some with some spotlights right in your face, let you know you're going on the wrong way right right away. It's a small investment in, in, in when you when you look at what happens here, uh, it's not its not a bad idea to have some sort of measures to let somebody know they're about to put people in great danger. And, uh, I mean, whether we're talking Route 140, Route 195, it, 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 it's a rather large investment to do on all these uh, ramps. But I, I would start with where the most incidents happen because of maybe the confusion, uh, the way it's designed. I, I don't know. But it's just... Absolutely terrible when you when you pick up the paper or turn on the radio and you, you learn about a, a loss like this in a local family. Um, and uh, obviously, we were talking about this uh, Kudir thing uh, at the Bayside Lounge last night. Uh, just nothing good about that either. The only really the only good thing is that the officer was treated and released last night. So that's a I'm very happy about that. It, it won't suffer any. Long term, uh, it seems like he won't suffer any long term injury uh, and will survive. So it could have been a lot worse, but for a few inches, right? My word. And the police were forced to respond and, and uh, terminate the life of the shooter, who happens to be the former acting fire chief of New Bedford, Paul Kadir. And I think that because of his position in society, in our community, people might be looking at this maybe a little bit differently. Um, but we have to compartmentalize his former position, and he did. He did open fire on a, on the police, and that um, that's really the biggest thing here. And I feel bad for his family. I do. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he was. We just had a caller say that he was predicting his life would be over that night uh, earlier. He, it's a now third party. That's not a fact. But uh, there was a apparently a witness there who stated that he, he said that. I don't know if that's true or, or not. Um, but people are already wondering, is was this death by suicide by cop, um, which is a common thing, unfortunately. I don't know. I don't have any reason to believe that yet. Anecdotal, yeah. But if, if underlying facts, supplemental evidence comes in, then you can say yes. Uh, but in the meantime, 
it's just a hot mess. And, um, you know, the DA stating that he was there for hours drinking with his friends. I don't know if that's going to be a problem for the establishment or not, or even if that's going to be fair to the establishment because he may not have been drinking the whole time. I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know anything. I just know it's going to come up, and so does the the owner who has, you know, I think he purchased it in, in 2016, has run a very reputable, you know, relatively problem-free uh, establishment. It's a, it's a great option for families. Uh, it was a very popular place, so... Uh, nothing good about this story, Ryan. Ken, have you been there? Yeah, I've been there. I've been there a couple times. Yeah. And good every, prices, good food. Every every time I used to go in there, it was a good good atmosphere. I'd, I'd go in again. I, I, this is this is an anomaly. I mean, it's not it's not a problematic place as far as I know. Ken, uh, there was there was another tragedy though. If 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 you want to get if you want to get uh, into the tragedies. There was one on the highway yesterday too. I'm not aware. On um uh one one forty southbound between between uh Kings Highway and Church Street, a twenty eight year old woman died in that one. Between Kings Highway and the Church Street exit. At Hathaway Road? Church Street, Ken. Going up. On one forty. Yeah. Church Street doesn't intersect with one forty. You have Kings Highway, then Hathaway. Yeah, it does, Ken. Go past go past Kings Highway. Oh, 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 exit five. Yeah, further north. No, you're right. Yeah. Oh, way up there, really? Yep. Wow. No, I wasn't aware of that. What happened? That's on that's on the BSM website too. Uh yeah, I'm not I'm not looking I was looking at the other story. I have the other one open, so I didn't, I didn't see it. it. Must have got buried. Um uh twenty uh twenty eight year old woman was outside of her vehicle. Oh, and I guess got hit by a car on the highway. She was outside of her vehicle. What her vehicle was um, uh, disabled. I think it was awful. My advice: if you break down on the highway, get your car out of the way as much as you can, and get everybody in that vehicle on the other side of the Jersey barrier and wait for help. You know, standing on the highway, I, I, it's just such a... I mean, police officers get hurt all the time. Um, it's just a bad idea to, to stand, you know, on the to the left of the Jersey barrier or the guardrail, whatever's protecting. Get behind protection. Or, or the left of your car. Yeah, and, I, and down I, lane. So my advice, and I've, I've been in the situation, not only do you get on the other side of the Jersey barrier... Or the um, or the guardrail, uh, walk a little bit in front of it as well, so that if there is an impact, you know, debris is not going to get thrown toward you. So if you're beyond it, it's a, you're in a bad spot as well. So um, no, I wasn't aware of that. That's terrible. All right. Um, how was your Christmas, sir? Not bad, Ken. Nice and nice and quiet. I had my. Uh uh, I had my. Uh, you telling your phone to shut up? I had my younger younger brother's family at my house for uh, breakfast on Christmas Day. How many kids does he have now? He's got. He's got my niece, my nephew, and uh, and I have a step niece. So them. three. Yeah. So three. what are their ages? Uh, 
I'm going to screw these ages up, Ken. Approximately, Ryan. You should know them. You my, should know the birthdays, Uncle. My my stepniece is 22. Yeah. And then I think I have a nine and eight-year-old, I think. You're going to do, you're going to have to, they're going to kill you for this. Yeah, I know they are. Because you put me on the spot. That's great. But isn't Christmas better with the kids that age around? Yes. Right? Because it's so special for them. It's, uh, it's, yeah, I, I love that. So, um, yeah, we hosted this year and I, I had it um, catered by one of my favorite places up in Brockton, the Italian Kitchen. And there was so much leftover food that I, I don't want to see the Italian Kitchen food for another year now. <laughs> um, but it was, it was fun. It was nice to have family over. Um, I had some big losses. Uh, one, of, one of my best friends, I call him my brother, Steve Monroe, uh, who's at our house. You know Steve. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he died of a heart attack in uh, September doing what he loved. Fishing. Fishing. Yeah, he's reeling in a tuna, and he just dropped. Didn't even know he was gone. I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad he died that way. Um, he, he's a good, good, virtuous guy. Always helping somebody. But... Um, you know, it's harder on, the, harder on you know, his son Max and those those who loved him, including myself and my family. I mean, my daughters were devastated. Um, so you reminded, I think, and my poor brother Paul, you know, his son Casey died of muscular dystrophy last March 6th. And he wasn't even able to uh, to go out and celebrate Christmas. It was too hard for him. You know, it was a, so we have, you know, we have our own tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit in our family. You know, he, as much as I love that story, I never knew it would be. Similar to my own family's, I feel so awful for them. Um, so Christmas can and should be a, a great thing, but it also reminds people who's not there. And uh, hopefully, um, scars will never close, but hopefully they they heal enough where you can move forward and, and find happiness again. I, I would never want to be in my brother's shoes and uh, regarding that. But five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You know, Brian and I were talking about the college games, the college football games, but I'll, I'll hold that thought so we can get our caller on the air. Good morning. Hi, Ken. Hi, uh, Ryan. How you guys, how you guys Good. doing? Good. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah, I, I, you know, driving on the wrong side of the highway, that's fairly easy to do, I, I'll tell you right now. I was driving to Florida, right? I'm not, I'd never done it before. I went 95, that's, you know, 95 salt. But when I got to, I wanted to go to the West Coast, right? So, I look at the map. My father also told me because I'm going to visit my father. I took Route 10 West, right? Mm-hmm. And then when we get to 75, before I got on 75, I went to McDonald's. I was tired. I had to get a coffee and all, had something to eat. Is 75 so the one that runs from uh, like Tampa down to Naples? Yeah, and actually, it all goes all the way to Michigan. It's that 75, the same 75. But yeah, but. So I'm going 95 south, and I take 10 west all the way across, like the minutes towards the towards Tallahassee, and then you go down 75 south mm-hmm. on the west coast, and it goes right down to Tampa where I had to go. But anyway, after I got from McDonald's, um, I'm still on 10. I'm around the 10 area. I haven't got on one. I have not got on 75 yet. And the exits there are not familiar familiar with me at all. I almost went on the opposite side. It was weird looking, right? It was different. The entrance ramps were different than what they are up here. Mm-hmm. And I almost went on the opposite direction of 75. But thank God I paid more attention and said, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me pull over a little bit and study this. 
But that's how easy it is to go on the wrong side of the highway. Remember, I, I, and I think he said 476 a year. 75 is the highway. No, no, I mean, the, the caller gave a stat. I think there was four, there's 476 fatalities a year from wrong way driving on the highway. Oh, yeah, that was Steve. Yeah, Steve said that. Oh. He's a regular caller, Steve. Is. He's a, one of your better, really good callers. Steve, Steve said that. He's really hip on his uh, stats. Oh, Tom. Um, yeah, that's 471, whatever he said, a year of uh, fatalities. And, and can you imagine the, of the non-fatalities of going the wrong way on the highway where people live. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's an an investment, but, you know, they have, they have, like I said, they have these motion detector lights that could be easily installed and, you know, floodlights to let you know right away you're you're going the wrong way. Um, He was talking about the spikes to stop your vehicle, which, you know, it would be more effective, but I don't know, then then the state would be, or the municipality would be responsible to remove the vehicle um, and it could block traffic. I don't know, but I think there's ways to, to improve this situation. Absolutely, um, Ken, and, and I think Steve had an excellent idea with the spikes, and, and yourself too with the the, the flashing lights. You know, it, it, it's got to something has to be done. You know, it's it's really scary. And, and you know, another thing is, uh, you know, in Fairhaven, I'm from Fairhaven, and you know where Stop and Shop is, and you have Route Six. I'm looking at Stop and Shop. Right and Stop and Shop, right down the road a little bit. You got Mill Road, right, and. Now, if you don't go to Mill, I, one day I, I went, I went down Narragansett. It's, uh, it's a dead end, right across the street from thinking it was Mill Road. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I know Narragansett. Sure. Yeah, sure. So then I had to turn around. And it's a dead end. So I came back up. I, I, I thought it was Mill Road. Right. I wasn't paying really. Well, at least concern. I think I do. Is that the one where um, it, it goes to Walgreens? Um, Narragansett. Is that across the street from Stop and Shop in yeah. Haven? Okay. But but I, I wanted Mill. Hold on, I wanted Mill Road. But I went down Narragansett, and then then I'm coming back towards Route Six, and there's an island there, right? There's an island in the middle of, with an eastbound and a westbound um, uh, Route Six, and I almost went down the uh, um, westbound. I didn't go around the island. So, oh Jesus. <laughs> so I just, oh, dear Lord, thank God. I, you know, because I'm not used to those islands. I thought they were, I, I almost went in opposite, because of the island, I almost went down the wrong way. I got you. So, you know, islands can confuse drivers also. They did for Gilligan. <laughs> huh? They did for Gilligan. They confused the heck out of Gilligan, that island. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, happy, happy New Year to you. You too, buddy. Thanks. Bye. Right. 508-996. Oh, 500. You ever go down the wrong way in a highway? Not even for 10 on yards. On a highway? Even for 10, 10 yards. <clears throat> you ever get on the wrong way? So, ramp? have you ever gone on Purchase Street in New Bedford? You're coming from um, where Sid Wainer used to be. Mm-hmm. You go over by Logan Street. I thought I was turning left on Logan. I was actually turning left onto the off-ramp of the 140 highway and I started going down that way when I started seeing some headlights I realized whoops I'm going the wrong way where Sid Wainer's used to be yeah Sid Wainer is a history lesson now um well it's still there Um, the building's still there but the company I thought they were they were purchased by um a larger company yeah but they they don't 
they don't do the operation there. They don't. You you can't go in there. There's no more retail there. Oh, yeah. It's only wholesale. It's cool thing to do. Whatnot. You know, I didn't go often, but that was kind of cool to go in there and see the different stuff they had. Oh, oh I love Sid. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sid loved me. <laughs> so, but, you, but you've gone down the wrong way. Uh, I went down that one way more than once. And I went down a one way once, Ken, and I hit a car. T-boned. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, moving vehicles for victims. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. No victims, but... People were in the car, yeah. They weren't injured. Nobody was injured. Because of your cat-like reflexes, you slowed the vehicle down? No, because I turned the wrong way. I wasn't feeling right, and I thought I was on a particular street, and I was really on the wrong street. Well, and, that's what uh, happens when you do when you do 45-hour shifts. Well, <laughs> I guess you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course, nothing's funny about this. The, the one incident that comes to mind for me, though, is on trains, planes, and automobiles when... They're driving down the highway the wrong way because John Candy got yeah. turned around and he was confused. And you get on the highway and they're going the wrong way. And somebody tried to let them know and they're yelling, you're going the wrong way. And Steve Martin said to John Candy, they're saying we're going the wrong way. And John Candy looked at him and he said, well, how do they know where we're going? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, a, that's quite a stat, 476 fatalities per year. People going the wrong way. Yeah, and imagine all the near misses. There's probably twenty of those. Yeah. So twenty. <laughs> well, right. Probably maybe even more. But it's a kind of pricey but easy fix to just have this alert system at at the uh, entrances. As soon as you're going the wrong way, you know, have these alert lights that just hey, look. You're going the wrong way. You need to stop now. Well, you know how many I know ways there are. Oh, well, do you know how many uh, dollars are wasted in this country and well, oh, I, I guess we could go down that road. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh, not down that road. Yeah. Don't go down that road. Um, but yeah, there's got to be some way to fix this um, because human error is always going to be there. Unless we decide to go with AI? purely automated cars. No, thanks. I can't trust. But, I'm, I'm, but even a purely automated car could make that mistake. Oops. Absolutely. I thought it was Griffin. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I read the South Coast Today article on the incident over here at Bayside. Mm-hmm. It led me to believe that it, it, it was AI that reported it. it. It sort of had that feel to it because the district attorney commented the police for their actions. Obviously, the word is commended. Oh, okay. You mean... And that's, a, that's more of an AI thing than, a, than a edit, writing. an editor um, yeah, You know miss. what? I see a lot of that lately. Mm. Not just with the Standard Times, just a, a typo. Yeah. That people, and, and maybe there is no proofreader wow. to catch it. Yeah. I mean, you got one job. <laughs> you got one job. I mean, yeah, as an editor. That right? happens a lot. I suppose. Well, but how many, I, I guess what I'm getting at is those kind of editors aren't around as much as they used to be. Right. Hi, Carly. You're on the air. Hey, Ken. Sorry to call back, but I got cut off in the news, and uh, you guys are talking about that subject. Yeah. Um, you know, I twice uh, I've come face to face with wrong way drivers on the highway. That's why I'm passionate about it. Uh, once in 1980, um, Route 24, right where the old Harbor Mall is, guy yep. coming down the high speed lane my direction, and I was in the slow speed lane and going the right direction. Wait, the which Harbor Mall? Remember the uh, in Fall River between Adamsville and and uh, Fall River? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, down there. Okay, so going going uh, northbound on 24 uh, I was driving with a friend looked up and I'm like is that guy coming at us and 
sure enough, came flying down the road and uh, going the wrong direction. And luckily, he was in the the left lane. I was in the right lane. And, and I think we're going to uh, see more of it without some sort of some sort of correction because you get more people texting and driving. Even though there's laws against it, they just do. Oh yeah. You have believe me. You have fentanyl. You have pot use now up. Uh, alcohol. I mean, people are there's more distracted or disabled driving going on than ever before. Well, it it, it also happened to me a year ago. Uh, you know where the rotary is on North Main Street in Fall River near the near the Shaws. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, someone, I, uh, do. I, was, I was in the rotary and someone was coming from the Elks and just literally took a left and cut uh, counterclockwise across the face of the rotary. Oh. Uh, and 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 then shortly exited towards the uh, the industrial park, and I was coming around the rotary, and I looked up, and I'm like, oh my god! And luckily, nobody was there because if anyone was there, <laughs> that's a busy rotary. There would have been a massive accident there. Yeah, one after so, the other. Sometimes I know yeah. what you mean. All right, I appreciate you calling back. Yep. Thanks. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five. And Ryan brought us, um, reminded us because it's, it's apparently been covered. I can't find it though. Um, there was a fatality on Route One Forty. Yes, night. yes, there was. I, I think if you go to bsm dot com, it's yeah. one of the, I don't see one it. of the uh, headline stories up at the top. Oh yeah, there it, used it is. To there be. it is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Tim Weiss for covering this as well. It was good. Tim able to get a comment from uh, the DA as late as he did last night. That's a that was a good work. All right. So she. 28-year-old New Bedford woman, around 5, 10 p.m., pretty close to the same time, mm-hmm. uh, is what happened over here. Uh, multiple vehicle crash on Route 140, just uh, south, just prior to Exit 3. So Exit 3 would be that's the Hathaway, Hathaway Road. Yeah, that's yeah. not up by Church Street. Um, Julia Louise was driving a Toyota Camry that became disabled in the left lane, and she was outside the vehicle in the roadway. When a 63-year-old New Bedford man driving a Toyota RAV struck a vehicle, why would she be in the roadway? Uh, is she trying to get across? Oh, I don't. I, oh, the poor thing. Yeah. I mean, my advice is stay in the as, car. Well, no, my advice is to get over on the other side of the the um, guardrail and get in front of it so you're not behind it. So if something strikes it, it's not going to get launched toward you. Um, get this ten, sense. twelve feet. You know, closer um, to the, I mean, away from the back of the car on the other side of either a Jersey barrier or a guardrail and wait for emergency services to help. That's, I mean, that's the best you can do in that situation. If you're in the left-hand side. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. yeah I don't, I that's mean, tough, Ken. But there's, a, there's over there, though, um, on the left side, there's not a lot of room at, for anything. At best, you stay in the, right in the median. Well. You know, the you know because there's usually the. The median has a rail that goes by. I think it's just a rail. I think at that point there's yeah. just a rail. There's no island. There's no anything. No, no you're right. There's, oh, but boy. there's a, there, the rails on both sides. Yeah, but I'm saying there's no way for her to step in no, safety. You just, you just stand there. That's what she might have been doing. But that's that's a terrible, terrible place to break down on the left lane of yeah. a highway. And there's a bend there. Well, first reaction of all, time. It's not good to break down on a highway. Uh, we can agree to that. Yeah. Um, but right there, what a perfect storm. I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah. Hi, thanks for calling. Ken, I just wanted to say a couple of more things, too. I saw that. I was telling Brian that I was coming from um, near Stop and Shop up the north end. Yep. And looked to the left, and you could see it. The whole highway was closed down. It was massive of um, lights, you know, of police cars yep. and everything. I imagine. 
So anyway, um, and my father got killed, so I know what your brother's going through on Christmas. My father got killed. He got hit by a car and got killed. This is going back some years now, but I mean, I know how all that feels. And um, um, the back thing, that's what I wanted to comment on. I have the back problems real severe, too. It doesn't look at by looking at me, but I do. Um, I'm, mine is L4 and L5. What, what L is yours? Four and five. Four and five? Yep, the disc between four and five. And I also have spondylolisthesis, not lithiasis, lithesis. And I have spondylosis, which oh. is... Ryan has halitosis. <laughs> well, the whole spine is closing. It closes in on the nerves. Yep. And it's very painful. So I don't know why anyone would want to fake back pain to begin with because I'm in it all the time. Oh, it's, 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 it's done thousands it's, of... It's awful. Yeah, the back <laughs> fake injuries are just so prevalent. There's a whole industry based on The Industrial Accident Board is... God, there's got to be seven thousand $7,000... <laughs> You're making me laugh, <laughs> There's got to be $10,000 an hour being spent at nine different courts in the state uh, every hour and between Monday and Friday. But um, Yeah, but uh, Ken, the, talking about that board she's talking about, I don't even know. Because uh, I go to the chiropractor and I also get acupuncture. And it's just like a Band-Aid, really. It just kind of like helps you keep keeping on. No, you need a, I, have, I think you need a permanent solution, you know, yeah, instead of masking it. They're telling me that I need a fusion, and four doctors said that. So I need a fusion on my lower spine and um, on the L's. And well, I you sound, you still sound youthful. Get it done while you can. Well, I mean, why, no. why? If you don't have to put up with that problem and you can end it, why wouldn't you? But I'm like you. It's not. They can't guarantee it. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I've decided. Um, but I, you know, I've just been so reluctant based on my mom's experience. But it's not 1980. It's 2024. You know, but no, because. But there but is in, in her head, Phillips? there is that, that thing that's saying, sure. I don't know. And they can't promise me anything. Why do I want to do it? I, I hear. I hear. But did you hear of Dr. Phillips? And around here, he's excellent. But Oh, yeah, he, he's great. He, yeah, Boston asks him for advice. And I've sp spoken with several people already that have had him for surgery, and they highly recommend them but I've been going I've been going to the office and they've been going over things with me but they want the next step for me I just got two sets of injections I I may burn the nerves it's called an ablation yep and he may do that next before not him the other doctor that works yeah, Matt, Matt Phillips has an impeccable reputation so and what happens if they burn the nerves <laughs> it, you don't feel the pain as much but it doesn't matter because the, the ultimate thing is I need the fusion. So in the end, I have to get the fusion. But I'm very, you've seen me, Brian, and um, Ken doesn't see me. But I'm very strong because of what happened to me when my intestine burst and I had the colostomy bag and went to, I was on my deathbed and back again. And I've been through hell and back. I guess so. so. Yeah, so I am strong. Like I can take a lot more pain than most people can. But I think, you know, if you don't have to feel the pain and you can address it, I, I'd make that courageous step and just... But she doesn't know that it's not going to take care of all the pain. Well, I think they get, again, a, a pretty good beat on, on what the chances are of improving or... Let King go the, under the, the, risk, the knife for The you. risk reward. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm definitely going to do it. I, I, I'm tired of this. But I appreciate you yeah, calling but, back. Okay, thank you. Happy. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. Um, 
You're still <laughs> laughing, man. <laughs> Come on, I have to function here. You can't make me laugh. Come on, kid. All right. <laughs> the other one that started making us laugh. 508 Um Are we are we good? It's Saturday. Ah, uh, yeah. So the you see the Wareham Wareham police busted um somebody with fourteen different stolen uh, dirt bikes and Yeah, I did see that's that. That's a good bust right there because that's What are you gonna do with all of them? We'll give them back to the rightful Sell owners, them. right? Sell them. Give them back to the rightful owners. Ride them. There's a lot of uh, victims here. Right. 14, that's a good bust. Yeah, so do you think they all have serial numbers still? I think I think, hey, pro- I think hey, the rightful owner hey, can probably hey. identify them. We'll be back. You're listening to The Ken Pittman Show. Brian Orion and me were just kind of figuring out... And the halitosis. The rest of the year. <laughs> Brian, do you think do you think Biden is going to actually run? I think he's going. I think he's in the race. Yes, you think he's going to be? I do. Do I think that he's in the race after the summer, going into the final swing? That's that's iffy. But that's the same thing that I'm saying about Trump too. Keep going back to something McCarthy taught me a while back. No, Which one? No, Chris? no incumbent president has ever won re-election when primaried in their own party and he has a primary opponent what's that again say that again please at no point in american history has a president returned to office an incumbent president uh, if they were primaried you know by their by a member of their own party and he has at least one running against him so far and who's that a congressman um i think i want to say ohio um I, i don't expect him to win or anything but it's just it's but well, it, it's a bad the omen. exception to the rule then wouldn't you say i it's either going to be so it's either going to be that the trump resentment anybody but trump crowd or um or donald trump well running against them i have no reason to believe donald trump's not going to be the nominee we're going to talk about this on the other side because this is you know, this is going to be about more of who do you like less. I, that, I think that's what 20 was about, and I think that's what 16 was about. Well, now we have evidence that this guy did a terrible job. Trump might have done a good job, but he's Trump. That was a really, really weird argument. WBSM and W258DR New Bedford. New Bedford's news talk station, 1420 AM and 99.5 FM. WBSM, a town square media station.